Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Zelensky of Ukraine gave a heck of an interview exclusive to ABC yesterday. He is fired up and really saying they're going to put it to the Russians. And I hope... He can back up that talk. I hope he's talking that talk because of the fact that uh, we're giving him so much stuff. They blew up a bridge over the weekend. I don't know if you saw that. Like a really important bridge for Russia supplying things. Very cool. They blew mm. up a dam which flooded a town of one of their own towns, but also really damaged the Russians' strategy. So, uh, And with some of the like the fanciest, coolest stuff that we've given him. So I don't know. I hope he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I didn't follow the news super closely over the weekend just because my daughter's wedding was the main deal. But I saw that the uh, that giant nuclear plant had lost power or yeah. had lost outside power, lost uh, connection to the grid. Yeah, so they're running the thing with power from the other. So you got the two nuclear things there, and one of them is powering the cooling of the other one. So it's kind of a self operating thing which is not the way it's supposed mm. to work but that's the way they're doing it right now and president Zelensky, that was one of the arguments he was making is that he wants the world to declare russia a terrorist organization or putin a terrorist for doing this basically turning a nuclear power plant into a nuclear bomb that threatens the world of course he's making that argument yeah 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 the the whole i i was over the who's a terrorist and who's not thing like 10 years ago 
Um, I'm just not sure what usefulness that has. I, I realize there are some, you know, U.S. laws that could be invoked or international law and that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, they're at war. They're trying to kill each other. They're trying to smash each other's stuff. One, one, I mean, calling them names as well, I'm not sure how useful that is. One quick interesting thing about the interview they did on ABC, because uh, David, whatever his name is, uh, from ABC was there in Kiev and talking about the level of security that Zelensky has around him, which is not surprising, obviously. It's incredible that he's still alive, but uh, just layers and layers and layers of bodyguards and more security and more bodyguards before you can actually get to him. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's uh, that's the case. I mean, Putin's got to be desperate to get rid of his leadership, right? I would if think so. If he can so. get some goon in there somehow. Right. Yeah, well, protect that son of a gun uh, for sure. Uh, so a little bit later on this hour, I'm hoping to, to bring you a really interesting account of people who put trackers in their stuff and when it's stolen... Uh, how much help they get and don't get from cops and prosecutors and all. This is in San Francisco. Um, uh, really, really interesting and revealing. Uh, what else? What else do we want to get to? Oh, you know what, Michael? We were talking about Ukraine. Um, why don't we play clip number two? Can we do that? And then I did, did you say you had something you wanted to jump into here, Jack? I can't remember. Uh, play us clip number two. That is the sound of, well, two Ukrainian soldiers who are being investigated because they brought an RPG to a fun fair and handed it to a 10-year-old who fired the rocket and injured at least 15. Wow. And then people ran away in terror thinking the Russians had attacked. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a little lack of discipline there among the Ukrainian forces. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. Um and he both he and his brother need urgent medical care, which is sad, but uh, yeah, don't don't hand 10-year-olds anti-tank guns. Jeeveny. So, you know, I guess I never did get to the uh the story of the father of the bride speechy thing that I was supposed to do for my daughter's wedding. Uh, the daughter's wedding went well. Uh, it was fine. I uh, told the story earlier. If you missed it, it was during, what, hour one of the mm-hmm. show, right? Um, about how the flowers didn't show up, and I t- chased off after them and, r- and rounded some flowers up seconds before the ceremony was supposed to start, um, which was crazy. But, um, well, and, and I could mention that my my youngest daughter, who is the maid of honor, had approached a couple other f- folks with the crisis, and they just melted or flipped or said i can't deal with this and she came to me and i said i got it and just went off and dealt with it but you know that sounds self-aggrandizing or patting myself on the back so i'll leave that detail out so just doing without flowers wasn't an option though i suppose well hmm, well of course it's an option you know but not for not for the ladies My, my 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 take on weddings is that that sort of thing is very important to most of the women, and most of the guys like don't even know there were flowers there. <laughs> right, right. And oh, and there were flowers. Yeah, I think I remember flowers. The bride having a bouquet is kind of a thing. Sure, kind of, of course, tradition. Yeah, uh, and that was the plan. Uh, and you know, it's funny. The only thing that kind of went sideways in our wedding, Judy and me, years and years and years ago, uh, something to do with the flowers. I remember there being great angst and, mm. and frustration and harsh words spoken. And I, as the groom, my job was to show up and look pretty. 
Um, and uh, I just said, what's going on over there? Oh, there's a problem with the flowers. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's all I remember. <laughs> but so uh, uh, now, next wedding I have anything to do with, I'll go in thinking, all right, let's make sure the flowers yes. are set. Because the this. whole flower thing is frost. Let's clearly. nail down the flower situation. Yes. Also gave a full accounting uh, in hour one, and you can grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand, of that when I did get back. And uh, remember, I got to walk my daughter down the aisle and all, and I'm flying back into the building like five, ten minutes after the ceremony should have begun, oh. having handed off the flowers. Then I flew upstairs and uh, where Caitlin was waiting. She was glad to see me, obviously, and uh, I was super thirsty. And so I took a big, I, there's a nice, in the girls getting ready area, uh, they had pitchers and, and cups. So everybody had uh, fresh water available. And I grabbed one of the pitchers and I poured myself a big cup of water and I took a giant slug. <laughs> and, and Caitlin says to me, Dad, that's the vase. <laughs> and so I take a you big drink of flower water. Um, vase water. And, uh, and what's funny is I hadn't really <laughs> noticed because you go to a hotel or downstairs, like at the reception thing, there's cucumber water and strawberry water and everybody's got orange water or whatever. Nobody just has water water. So I thought, ah, that's kind of odd. But, uh, anyway, but I was, I was terrified that I was going to have some sort of allergic reaction and croak on my daughter's wedding day, but, uh, all's well, all was well. Right <laughs> But so we did talk a fair amount last week about uh, the father of the bride toast slash little speechy thing that, you know, often happens at the reception. Um, and and a number of fellas actually sent what they'd written and what they did at their daughter's wedding, mm. perhaps as counsel to me or ideas or, or what have you. And it was it was interesting. I read a handful of them. Um, and, and I'm, how do I express this without sounding in the least judgmental? Because I don't want to. There are a number of them that are fairly lengthy. They're not short. That describe in detail dad's relationship with his daughter. Very emotional. Very, we we played hopscotch together and I hugged her when she skinned her knee. I would and then never I be saw able to, her grow up. And, and I would never be able to get through that without breaking down. No oh, way. Yeah, no way. Well. I tell you what, I got some I got some really good advice about that. Not only from you, who mentioned uh, George Bush. That's how he got through his father's eulogy. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Repeat it until the emotion's out of it. Because you want to be able to execute it. That sounds kind of cold, but if you want to be able to do it, yeah. that's one way. And guys were like, you know why people tilt their head back and swallow? It cuts off the tears right away. Didn't it know just, that. It's, I know, and I actually I tried it in a circumstance I'll explain in a second. Um, but I thought, wow, that's interesting. But I, I didn't go with that sort of thing. Um, Caitlin is not like w walking out of my house and into the house of another man as a dewy-eyed 20-year-old or something like that. They've been together for several years. She's not lived under my roof for a number of years. She's a grown woman. Um and and so it just didn't feel right, honestly. So huh. I went with something much more brief, uh, a, a little advice, and um, an an expression that was somewhat eloquent about how grateful I was that they'd found each other and were taking care of each other. Um, and and that was very sincere, and I think it went very well. Did you mention um, the tax break? Uh, you know what? I was thinking of working that in. I didn't. I didn't. But I kept it together fine during the the dance with Dad. 
Uh, we were on the edge of uh, of Blubberidge. I'll bet. Um, oh, my gosh. Even thinking back on it. Up. Oh, tilt my head back. That's amazing. That, that works. works. Why? How, that how have I never heard that in my life? Maybe it's because it's so uncomfortable. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, anyway, um, but I'll tell you this, and i got to tell you quicker. I'm going to go to pieces. On the plane ride back, Richard, the guitar player from the Dead Flowers, had said, hey, uh, I listened to this old track of ours that we recorded a decade ago. And he said, wow, it sounds, still sounds great, blah, blah, blah. I saw, thought, okay, I'll, I'll flip that on. So I listened to it. And then like a couple of songs after that are two songs in a row I wrote about my kids and or Caitlin. Mm. And I about completely freaking lost it on the airplane. Oh, my gosh. Just because that was they were written at the time. You know, when she was still an adolescent and really, really struggling as somebody with autism and unpopular and and alienated and angsty and, and the rest of it. And I was trying to figure out, oh, my God, how do I help this child find happiness and how do I be her dad and listening to that? Oh, my God. Coming home from her wedding. Holy cow. Oh. So anyway. But these mm, are all I've, good things. Oh, they're beautiful things. Yeah. Sure, they're yeah, they're wonderful things. They're what life is all about. But you know, you go to pieces on an airplane, people are going to think you're going to run to try to open the exit or oh, right. fight a no. stewardess or something like that. They will. They you will end up zip tied to a seat somewhere. Right, and that's I was really trying to avoid it. So I I flipped forward to a song about being angry at the government or something. <laughs> uh, anyway, but it was it was you know it was a great experience. Everything came off well. I I'd, I'd never realized because again the only other wedding I've really really been involved with I was the groom and all I had to do was shut up and look good in a tuxedo. Um, and uh, I hadn't realized how much breath holding there is to make sure everything comes off and there are no disasters and everybody's where they're supposed to be and the dresses are this and the flowers are that and blah, blah, blah. So once it was over, whew, it's good, relaxing. You know, when you speak professionally, I think you know this, but uh, m- most everybody could use the hint that shorter is better. Oh, I'd my say the gosh, biggest yes. amateur speaker problem is too long. Yeah. And once people get the floor, they like start to feel their oats. And and stretch. Don't stretch. Keep it tight. I mean, too short is, you know, seems dismissive. You know, if you just got up there and say, yeah, good luck. And sat down. <laughs> For instance. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It would seem dismissive. Yeah. Yeah. The father of the groom had a nice piece to say, but he was terrified, too. Oh, and it was yeah. funny. I was watching him and I was reminded, oh, that's right. Public speaking is like the greatest fear. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, nice fellow spent more time with the in-laws than I ever had to. And they're really thoroughly nice people. Cool. So it was great. And a little family reunion as well. We ate too much. We drank too much. Uh, but it was a good time. You got to eat too much. It's part of the whole deal, man. Plus, um, you drank flower water so you won't get a fungus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your petals are really shiny. Thank today. you. Yeah. Thank you. It was the plant food. <laughs> really suited me. More on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
fire breaking out early Monday morning. Ukraine says Russia targeted roughly a dozen eastern towns, but in the first symbolic sign of Kyiv's counteroffensive successes, Ukrainian troops raised the flag in two regained towns. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky promising to liberate much more. The Ukrainian flag and free life will return to Crimea again. That's a heck of a statement. Mm. That's a heck Crimea. of a statement. Because Russia's had Crimea since 2014. Ukrainian strikes hit key supply route in Russia. Uh, Russia-controlled Kherson region using U.S.-supplied high-precision rockets. This is some of the coolest, newest stuff we've given them. So they they made use of it quickly over the weekend. Blew up a bridge, and the uh, uh, advisor to President Zelensky said, occupiers should learn how to swim or leave while it's still possible. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's some good smack talk. I know, I love that. Freaking love that. Wow. Oh, you know, that reminds me, while I'm thinking of it, uh, maybe we'll post a link at armstrongandgetty.com, but uh, Tim Sandifer, I was, we were talking about great books about uh, warfare and that sort of thing, um, and he recommended to me via text The Fifth Act by Elliot Ackerman, which is about um, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to that on my journeys, and oh my gosh, is it good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, a couple of things we're going to run through here quickly. I came across this uh, just tweet. thought it was funny. Please listen carefully as our menu options have changed. Do not flatter yourself, Walgreens. I have committed none of your interactions to memory. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's hilarious. funny. Yeah, trust me, I don't know what they are, so I was going to listen anyway. Um, And finally this, it's hot in various parts of the country, like half the country's having a record heat. I know where the show is based. It's going to be like 113 today. Uh, My son was actually trying to cook bacon out on the sidewalk yesterday (laughs) as an experiment. It was kind of fun. Here's a woman losing her S over the heat. It is 91,000 damn degrees. I am sitting right next to my air conditioner, right next to it. It is on the lowest temperature on the highest damn speed, okay? 64 degrees, and it's on turbo. What do I need to put this bitch on? Power Ranger? This is unacceptable. I did not sign up for this. When I prayed during the winter months, I asked the Lord to make it warm. I did not say, Lord, Please bring the devil from hell and have him sit his ass on earth. That's not what I asked for. That is not what I requested. Okay? He need to heat the houses of the people who was begging for summer all damn winter and fall. I can't wait to enjoy myself and be in the sun. Well, then you put the sun in their living rooms and you make my damn living room snow. I cannot do this. Okay? <laughs> She's angry at God, I guess. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I just smacked of I want to go viral, right? Didn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. It had the the I'm hoping this will catch on and I'll be and I'll get my own reality show. That's yeah. what that was. Yeah, there's some funny stuff in there, but yeah. everybody's trying to catch a little wave, little wave of minor celebrity from your clever tweet or uh, video. Oh yeah, you get famous, you will get rich, and you will be happy. That's guaranteed. I mean, check <laughs> check the math. <laughs> Have you put like a chip in your bicycle or your uh, uh, ATV or whatever with the idea that if somebody steals it, then the cops will go and get it back from you? Apparently it doesn't always work that way. Is that what you're telling me, Joe? 
Exactly. What actually happens if your car, your suitcase, your bike has the chip and you figure out where it is? Yeah. I've always assumed I'd get it back. Maybe that's not true. We'll stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Experts say the number of people flying is now back to pre-pandemic levels, and passengers are feeling it at airports all across the country. Some of these lines are wrapping around the corner. I mean, I'm asking people what's going on over here. It's been a really busy traveling weekend. You can definitely tell that there's more people out there. I yeah, hate crazy, flying. Crazy God, travel. I hate flying. I hate everything about flying. Ugh. They treat you so poorly. They've, they've definitely, there's definitely the attitude of, look, you're going to do it no matter what. Yeah. So we don't give a crap. Whether you picked it's, us because we're $5 cheaper. Now we're going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> there's like four different ways you can get where you're going. Either do it or don't. But we'll treat you however we want. On the plane, at the security, at the place where you buy the $5 water, all the way around. You don't like it? Drive. Yeah. See, Jack sitting on a bitterly hot tarmac for five hours before the flight is canceled. I didn't have so much as a five-minute delay <laughs> all the way there and back. But, you know, as we were uh, communicating over the weekend, it's a roll of dice. You just don't know. Am I going to have a nightmare? Is it going to be smooth as silk? Uh, you just don't know. 
Yeah, well, so I got a text from somebody who makes the same trip I was making regularly and said, it's been a problem enough times I now drive. Wow. I just wow. finally decided that it's not a break even. Yeah, yeah. And that's a pretty good drive, too. And, uh, you know, I wonder, flights under however many hours are just, some people, at point people will say, because there are so many cancellations and delays, you just, you can't risk it. Because usually yeah. you're almost, you, most of the time you're flying somewhere with some sort of schedule. You sure. got a business meeting or a family event or hotel reservations or something. It's not just a, I'll get there when I get there. Right. Right. That's an incredible rarity. Maybe if you're retired, that's your feeling yeah. for it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've heard people say six hours. Uh, that the flight attendants a... whose thingy went viral said nine. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say six hours is usually you're better off driving. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, on a completely different topic. Uh, oh, I will tell you that the airports I were in were just crazy busy. Just, mm-hmm. It was like the pandemic never happened, which is good. Thank goodness. Um so I found this so interesting. Megan Cassidy wrote this piece for the San Francisco Chronicle. She's a crime reporter and was there at the Hall of Justice and got her car stolen and happened to have a tracker in it, one of those little tracking chips that's kind of popular. And her her partner actually, uh, we would have called it her boyfriend back in the day. My uh, my son and his, his partner introduced themselves as this is my partner. Really? Um, so people don't yeah, say that's... boyfriend and girlfriend anymore? No, I, I think partly because you're not a fiancé per se, but you're together. You're definitely together. And oh, so... girlfriend is too... Eh. Is, so a partner is considered a step more serious than boyfriend or girlfriend? Yeah, because okay. a girlfriend could be about anything. But if you say this is my partner, it's we're staying together uh, unless something happens. Okay, I guess I didn't know we're, that we're we're seriously partnered. Look at me, not up on the lingo of the day. Yeah, uh, shocking. Anyway, uh, so uh, her partner uh, texts her from home saying, "Hey, uh, your car alarm went off and it's moving," and she's like, "Don't." Because uh, she was sitting there taking notes in uh, in in court. Don't. Um, so, uh, da, 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 da. please tell me you're in the car. Because if not, your car got stolen. What's going on? I hope you're okay. Um, and then uh, then she gets in touch with them, and uh, so they could view the location of the car, which they'd outfitted with uh, an Apple AirTag, uh, actually in a car seat that was in there in in case their child got abducted. Now, uh, departure from the text there, uh, do you really need an AirTag in your car's child seat in case it's abducted? Um, You know, I suppose it'd be nice to happen, but I think you're a little paranoid. But anyway... Uh, so standing in my now vacant parking spot, I called 911. I told the police dispatcher that Miguel was tracking everything from Oakland. Can someone please help me? Um, and uh, da, 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 da. the technology has been around for years. Police say it spread, particularly Apple's introduction to the AirTag. There are other products like the Tile Tracker, Galaxy Smart Tag, has prompted a boom in calls to the cops for help like hers, she mm, said. I'll bet. Um, so let's see. Let's get back to the uh, the actual story. Oh, then she departs from her own story and tells a bunch of different stories about people who've had similar things happen to their truck, uh, their luggage, their bike, whatever. Uh, the response by police has been 
uh, thwarted by legal constraints. For example, an officer generally can't enter a home just because the Find My iPhone says your cell phone is inside or your bike is inside or your luggage that just got stolen from the turnstile at the airport is inside. The cops, if they respond, will knock and say, hey, do you have a, uh, a suitcase full of stuff that's not yours? The person says, you got a warrant, they got to leave. Wow. Yeah, I never thought about it, but that seems pretty clearly, obviously true. You can't just have, you know, I, I, I would imagine these uh, chips or whatever you want to call them vary in the and the apps involved vary in quality. And they're all non-governmental. Mm, that doesn't enter into it at all. The cops need a warrant to come in your home. No, no, I get that. But okay. but uh, but uh, uh, I get that. But I can see why, in in all practicality, it just you know <laughs> you can't have a gazillion different kinds of ways to figure out that guy's got some of my stuff in there. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. That doesn't rise to the level of a, a legal thing. Like I've got evidence and I've got a warrant and I get to go get it. Well, it's. I think you're combining several things. Uh, the technology is good enough. Yeah, you'd know your stuff is in the house. You would know. But the cops have to take the time to go to a judge and get the warrant and the rest of it, and they're just not going no, to I'm, for a I'm bike. sure they're not. Right, but so what right. Are, so what are your options then? So you know exactly where your bike is. You well, hire yeah, a big that's... guy to go knock on the door and say, I'm going to take this MF and bike. Well, that's the next thing I was about to get into is the cops, the dispatchers will tell you over and over again, just don't take the law into your own hands. Don't go get your stuff. Don't confront anybody. And and you're thinking, well, they got my stuff. I want my stuff back. But it's a whole let the criminals do what they're going to do because we don't want anybody to get hurt. In other words, the law isn't going to help you or can't help you. But for God's sake, don't take the law into your own hands. She tells the story, this journalist, of one guy whose bike got stolen. He tracked it to a tent. He went in and got the bike out of the tent and then wrecked the tent with a ball bat because he was not putting up with that ass. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're not in favor of that sort of thing, um, but it is a very, very frustrating situation is, is the big takeaway to know precisely where your stuff was. And, oh, I should point well, that out. Makes that makes me the, think it's practically worthless. Unless I'm going to go confront somebody extrajudicially over my bike, what am I going to do? Oh, right, right. Well, I, I would. I would certainly scout out the situation. I'd probably bring a friend or two with me, and if there's nobody around who's armed and the bike's sitting there, I would grab the bike, throw it in the back of the truck, and go. Well, I got my um, bike stolen, so I've thought about this many times. I didn't have a chip on it, but I, I keep looking for it on the streets of my town. Get a chip. Uh, I want my bike back. You got to chip that bastard. Anyway, a couple of things. Number one, uh, when it's a car, the cops will show up for Grand Theft Auto. Um, but in this one case, this guy's uh, truck got stolen. The cops showed up, lights and everything, and, and the guy took off uh, in the truck. And since that's a low-level offense, they're not going to chase him. Well, my, so uh, unless he voluntarily stops. My guess with my bike would be if I saw my bike on the street of my town. I had a really nice bike that got stolen summer before last from the swimming pool. I would assume that if I saw somebody riding my bike, their honest answer would be, I bought it from a guy for a couple hundred dollars. I don't know. I mean, because they're probably not the original thief. 
Well, they'd so then be moaning that do? from the ground after I knocked them <laughs> off the bike and took it back. But so what? What happens then? I can't. I have no. I can't imagine. Look, I bought this bike used off of Craigslist. Oh boy, I feel bad about jacking you in the head with this ball. <laughs> Can I? May I apologize? I would like to apologize. You shouldn't have bought a stolen bike. Sorry about right. your head. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. Uh, so uh, they did point out, though, that in each and every one of these cases, the the actual beat cops were were exceedingly sympathetic and professional, and the rest of it. But um, several people said uh, several of the victims described what they characterized as a defeatist culture in the ranks of law enforcement with officers blaming prosecutors, policy, state laws or time constraints. I'd love to be able to help you. I sympathize, but I can't. And if I do, nobody will prosecute this person. Nobody will jail them. Nobody will do anything about it. So I'm not going to chase them down. Okay, I can understand why. Yeah, maybe if there's not a prosecution, you wouldn't want to do that. But for me, I'd like a person to be prosecuted for stealing my bike, but I'd really just like my bike back. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one guy, I thought he made a pretty good point. He got his truck stolen. He said, the thing that is problematic is this cannot lead to vigilantism, right? But eventually it will. Of course. One one entity needs to have a monopoly on the use of force, they say. But if they don't use it responsibly, people are going to take action. Of course they will. You know what's funny is occasionally I need to remind myself and maybe remind you folks, having to explain... If somebody takes your stuff, it's okay to stop them or get it back. That's like unique in human history. If 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 people in the past, 20 years ago, 50, 100, 500, 2,000 years ago, were to listen to this podcast, they'd say, what are you talking about? Right. Somebody takes my horse, I'm going to probably kill him, maybe just beat him down and take my horse back. Oh, don't take the law into your own hands. I mean, most of human right. history, oh, sure. humans everywhere would say, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, about? because if you allow people to start taking your stuff and then they get to keep it, it completely falls apart. The whole thing falls apart very, very quickly. Oh, no, no, no. Here in modern society, we even have entrusted the authorities with the job of dealing with that. Really? What do the authorities do when someone takes your stuff? Uh, nothing. They don't do anything. Well, right. Of course it's going to lead to, um, you know, the situation could vary quite a bit. Uh, just, you know, back to my bike thing. It could be a college kid who I'd say to quite sternly, you better give me my freaking bike back. Or I'm going to figure out a way to get it back. Or it could be in the hands of the Russian mob, in which case I probably don't want to confront them if it's some sort of large theft operation. So, yeah, Yeah. depends on what's going on. Yeah. I love this. Here's a guy got his car stolen. Uh, They track it down with the tracker. Uh, He calls the cops. They show up. They open the door to find people living inside. Officers politely asked the occupants to leave, but didn't even question them. They said, I, we don't know who stole the car. Just because they're living in it doesn't mean they stole it. So they couldn't do anything. Yeah, that's so clearly obvious. The police can't just go into a house and look for your bike based on your app says your bike's in there. Yeah. Wow. And we don't want a world where they can. Well, that's why you wait till fall of night. You bust a window. You climb in yourself. Dressed all in black, clearly. A flashlight in your mouth, and, sure. uh, yeah, whatever, uh, whatever uh, little enhancement you think you ought to be carrying with you. Oh wow, that's some I'm not life- suggesting uh, it. I'm just uh, imagining it. It just it just doesn't seem like it fits my lifestyle at my current age to be crawling <laughs> through the window. 
dressed in black with a flashlight in my mouth and something heavy in my pocket to fight a bunch of people. <laughs> Just get stuck halfway in. Oh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in a window. Help! <laughs> Help! <laughs> oh, God. Ah, oh, that sucks, though. That's disappointing. Yeah, it does. That's yeah. disappointing. We'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, news for you geeks who watch the elves and the hobbits and the dragons and that sort of stuff. So HBO trying to combat the premiere on Amazon of Rings of Power. So Rings of Power is a hobbit sort of prequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From R.R. Tolkien, whereas House of Dragon is a Game of Thrones prequel from R.R. Martin. J.R.R. Martin, I think. I don't know. So you got an A.R.R. Martin and an R.R. Tolkien, right? And uh, they're battling each other. So HBO gave out a free House of Dragon to try to steal the thunder from the King Rings of Power premiere on Amazon. And then I read way too much about this yesterday and thought, why am I reading this? I'm not watching either show. Um, Elon Musk is slamming Amazon's Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Partially really? partially because of his feud with Jeff Bezos. So Bezos oh. is Amazon, obviously. 
And Bezos has his own space thing as the second richest guy in the world. Then the richest guy in the world, Elon, has his space thing, and they take shots at each other regularly. Elon Musk's verdict on Amazon's massive budget drama, The Lord of the Rings, Tolkien is turning in his grave, oh. he said. Almost every male character so far is a coward, a jerk, or both. Only one is brave, smart, and nice. So, there you go. So, is he kind of saying it's a woke thing? that I don't know. If all he, the brave people are like women or of color or something like that? I don't know if that's what he's saying. But he's not liking it. He could just not like it. doesn't have to have any underlying theme. I watch mm. TV shows all the time that I don't like, and there's really no main theme to it. I'm not I'm not in a feud with the person who owns the platform or concerned about no. the politics of the day. I just think this isn't very good. <laughs> Rarely am I in a feud with the guy who owns the platform. <laughs> no. But are you watching either one of these? Not yet. Okay. That's the thing about uh, I know it'll be there next month or next year if I want it. I can binge it. I, I don't need to be hip and be watching it now. I'm not that excited about it. They both sound kind of appealing to me. I'll check them out. Yeah. Um... I'll check them out someday. <laughs> I got more comment on that, but I'll save it for tomorrow. 11 score and 17 minutes ago, Armstrong and Getty brought forth upon this nation a new broadcast. And now, final thoughts. One of the most interesting things I read from Tolkien yesterday as I was reading up on this sort of stuff is a quote from him saying, It's not allegory. I hate allegory. <laughs> it's just a story. It's just a story. Yeah. Don't try to get Hitler out of it or something like that. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo will lead us off from the control room. Michael? I want to thank you, Joe, because you made me laugh so hard today. I have not laughed that hard in a long, long time about you drinking that flower, <laughs> that uh, vase. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It had a weird kind of fancy water taste. It wasn't bad. <laughs> Good thing it didn't uh, kill you. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, a uh, final thought? Yeah, the NFL starts this week, and I love playing fantasy football. Last year, I was in five different leagues, and that's way too many. I told myself, do not do it again. Do not do five. So this year, I'm in seven. I have a problem. Oh, oh wow. boy. I turned down the chance to be in one because I just don't keep up with it. But, Jack, a final thought for us? I think we stumbled upon the right question. At me having been stuck on a plane for five hours on the tarmac in the heat and it never went anywhere, at what point is it kidnapping? I wasn't allowed to leave. You're hurting me there against my will. I don't want yeah. to be here and you're not allowing me to leave. How is that not kidnapping? Right. It's like I said, if they kept you there for five weeks, people would would agree. No, wait a minute. That's that's there's got to be a law against that. Well, when does that line get crossed? Anyway, my final thought was I uh, had a lovely time with the family gathering for Caitlin's wedding. Uh, it came off fine. She and her man are hitched. I uh, wish them health and happiness. And holy cow, is it lucky to have a family that gets along? Yeah. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour work day. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have uh, hot links for you. A lot of good clicks there. You can grab the podcast, drop us line, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, and or stock up on swag. Christmas is coming. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. How is this sanitary? It's rather preposterous, isn't it? I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna. I, are you sure of that, dude? Well, yep. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> 
the hell out of here. That's not hyperbolic. That's academic. It's true. I can't speak for everybody else, but. I'm not a cat. If you have, even for a moment, shame on you. Shame on you. Adios. Armstrong and Getty. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.